How's everybody doing today? Welcome to the show podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Zaki. I want to say welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I want to apologize for everybody on not uploading a podcast for a month. I'm sorry. I took a month break from the podcast. I was just busy and dealing with everything, but I'm back right now and I'll be back next week. I also want to say one more thing. There will be entertainment stuff I want to talk about. Not this week's episode, but I, my plan is about having um, entertainment, talk about entertainment in this podcast, not only sports, but I want to also talk about movies and movie news and music and everything. Um, what I'm listening to my playlist and everything. Um, that is, uh, I am going to have a top five that will be next week. So top five movie list of the year will be next week. Top five albums of the year will be next week. All I'm going to say is sneak peek is I think it's between, in my opinion, Metro Boomin's album and Drake for the number one spot for album of the year. Um, but as I was saying, um, I didn't miss a lot of stuff, NFL, NBA. All I'm going to say is my two teams in basketball and football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look inconsistent and the Lakers look inconsistent. And there is an injury issue going on with Anthony Davis. He injured his foot. I thought the injury, let's start it off with basketball. Um, I thought the injury was, I thought when he injured it, I was like, oh, it doesn't look bad because he still played and he dropped 10 points. I mean, sorry, I think he dropped 10 or 12. He dropped 12 and and he went to the locker. He didn't went to the locker room, but he was like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to work on that right foot. And, you know, like there was still n- uh, nothing going on. And I'm like, okay, he's probably fine. He's going to play through this. And then, no. Um, he just got out of the game. I was like, oh, he's probably going to play on Sunday. And then, nope, he didn't play on Sunday. And so I don't know what's going on with this injury. But all I know is the only news we have is he's looking at second and third opinions on this. And he could miss up to a month or even more. All we know is everybody says he's going to be missing games. And also, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, uh, I think is just the day-to-day injury. And I think they just want to be cautious with it because they don't want him to re-injure it when they're going to make a playoff run. Or during the season, in an important stretch, he gets injured, re-injures that foot, and he's going to be out. So I think the Lakers are being careful with this injury, which is smart because Anthony Davis is their second-best player. And and before Anthony Davis got injured, he's the top-five player in the league. And in my opinion, he was my runner-up for MVP because he was absolutely sensational. But as I was saying, so I credit the Lakers on that. It's just I and just we're just I think now waiting for the timeline. What is Anthony? What kind of injury does Anthony Davis have, or is it just just called right foot soreness, which is what they're calling it right now, right foot soreness, or is it just right foot soreness? Um, that's the only thing I want to talk about the Lakers. I mean, LeBron James is absolutely amazing. I think he's the best player in the league right now, and he's showing you five straight thirty point games. I just tap my head off, bro. I just give, you know, what I'm saying. I just just tip my head off on that one, bro. Because LeBron James is one of my favorite players of all time, and it's just a blessing. It just puts a smile on my face watching one of my favorite players and my idol ball out and go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just happy for as a basketball fan. But besides that, I mean, there's nothing really to talk about about the Lakers. I mean, they are interested in Kyle Kuzma. They are interested in Boyan Bogdanovich. I'm gonna tell you this as a LeBron Lakers fan. I miss Kyle Kuzma, man. They should have never traded Kyle Kuzma. I I miss Kyle Kuzma. I would love Kyle Kuzma to come back on the Lakers because he would be that final guy that they need that would make this team a championship contending team, in my opinion. 
Um, same with Boyan Bogdanovich. I would love to get Boyan or Kyle Kuzma, but if I had to prefer one of them, it would probably be Kuzma. But would I be mad if they don't get Kuzma and they get Bogdanovich? Absolutely. I would not be mad at all. I would be. I would have a big smile on my face. I'm like, you made a trade. That's what I just want for this front office. I want them to at least make a minor trade, minor uh, improvement that's going to help this team a lot. And that's like a Kyle Kuzma, Boyan Bogdanovich. I'm hearing also Cam Reddish. I would love Cam Reddish on this team because I think Cam Reddish has the potential. I think Cam Reddish has the skill to be a 3 and D wing. Um, um, so, yeah. Also, if you do not know what a 3 and D wing is, it's basically a guy that plays defense and shoots threes and makes them like P.J. Tucker. Um, <laughs> and also, but Cam Reddish do got athletic abilities. He got the scoring ability as well. Um but as I was saying, um, uh, but that's all I wanted to say about the Lakers, um, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the football. Um, they're just inconsistent, but I believe in them still, and I still think they're gonna make the Super Bowl. And I ain't backing down. And there's one man in sports I've learned in football you do not bet against, and that's Tom Brady. Now you do not. Bet, it's not you not betting against him. It's not. It's not that. It's you not doubting him. You know you don't doubt that man in football because he's proved it over and over in years. You just don't doubt him. You know, if you if you have him on your team and he's healthy, you're going to make a run. And that's Tom Brady. So I'm not doubting him. I think they're still going to make the Super Bowl. And that proved to me in that Bengals game. That first half, the ten, if they do that for, for the, the for, excuse me, sorry, for the first half and second half, they're going to be a, they're going to be a threat. I'm telling you right now, the Eagles, the 49ers, whoever on the AFC, Good luck stopping that team, bro. Cause they showed me that first half, bro. If they if they play like that for consistently in that first and second half, they're gonna be unstoppable. And they need to get healthy. I mean, they need Vea back on the D line. They need Antoine Winfield Jr. They need um they need um what's his name? I forgot Jamel Dean. You know what I'm saying? And I hope they get him back. And also I forgot they also have Carl Nassib who's played well this season, injured, and Gerald Avery has played well this season, injured as well. They need him back as well. Um, but as I was saying, and also Tristan Wurst is coming back, um, and I hope Brian Jensen comes back. So as I was saying, that's the only thing I want to talk about the Buccaneers. Um, let, let's go to basketball first. Um, there's not really any stuff going on in basketball. You know, um, obviously, Boston, Milwaukee, are two unstoppable teams in the Eastern Conference. And then you got teams that are playing well, and you're like, uh-oh, here they come. And that's the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers as well. And then when you look at the Western Conference, you look at Memphis. You look at the Denver Nuggets. You look at the Golden State Warriors, win healthy. You look at the Lakers, win healthy. Um, you look at, because LeBron and Anthony Davis are unstoppable, I'm telling you right now, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are in the playoffs and they're 100% healthy, good luck in stopping that duo. Because I don't think nobody's stopping them. Nobody could guard them, in my opinion. Um, and then you add on Russell Westbrook, um, <laughs> off the bench, sixth man of the year. In my opinion, he's the sixth man of the year. Um, but as I was saying, you got the Lakers, you have the Clippers when healthy. The Clippers are unstoppable. The, the team I'm scared about the most is the Clippers, bro. Because the Clippers, they got Kawhi, they got Paul George, they got them role players. You know what I'm saying? When they're healthy, they're unstoppable. Um, you got, I'm trying to think here, you got, I don't know, I, I think that's it. I don't I don't know. You know, I think that's it. 
Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Sacramento Kings. Shout out to the Sacramento Kings. You know what I'm saying? They're looking like a very good team. And all I'm going to say is shout out to their front office. Monty McClure is doing an absolute fantastic job um, as a GM of the Kings. He has absolutely, ever since he's been that GM, he has turned it around and he has built this team very good. And they're a good, very good team. Uh, they have some great players. Sabonis is an all-star. Jaron Fox. I would say he's an all-star, and I think he is, but because of the Western Conference being stacked, I think Shea, Ja, um, Steph, um, Devin Booker are going to make it over him, sadly. Um, I also, um, but I think Sabonis is going to make it because I think Sabonis is the, one of the best centers in the Western Conference. Um, he proved it to me yesterday during the Lakers game. He had a triple-double, and it was, and you didn't, you're like, oh, he had 13 points, but if you watch the game or the highlights, you know he made hella impacts because he had 20 rebounds and he was a playmaker assisting-wise. Um, you know, So I think Sabonis is an all-star for sure. So that Sabonis trade, um, it looks like a win-win trade. Like I have never seen a trade that's a win-win besides that Lakers trade with Anthony Davis because the Lakers won the championship with Anthony Davis and the Pelicans got Brandon Ingram. You know, <laughs> they got Brandon Ingram off that. And Brandon Ingram, when healthy, is an all-star. He's look, he's a future star in this league by far. It's not even close. Um, and then now you look at this trade. Tyrese Halliburton is playing at an all-star level. And he's has a potential to be a star in this league. And then Demonis Sabonis is easily an all-star. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, with the West, uh, if, I'm miss, if I'm missing a team, I'll come back here next week. And I'll say, oh, about this team. I did forget the Mavericks and the Jazz, but the Mavericks they need a not they need a trade man they need a trade they need some trades on that team, and when I look at the Mavericks they need some trades on that team. When I look at um the uh I just named the team the Jazz they need some trades on that team too. Um, um the Eastern Conference oh yeah I forgot to say one thing about this Eastern Conference team and then I'm done do- talking basketball because there's nothing going on in basketball. And that's the Chicago Bulls. I mean, I don't know. I think, in my opinion, they might need to, you know what I'm saying? They might need to rebuild, bro. Because it makes no sense for you to rebuild in the offseason. In my opinion, I think if nothing, if they're not in 500 and they're under 500 and they're not at the playing spot, I think it's time to just rebuild, bro. Trey Lonzo. Uh, and I, God bless Lonzo. I hope he gets better, and I hope he makes 100% healthy and comes back stronger because I, I love Lonzo Ball. He's he's really good. He's a really good player in this league when healthy, and he proves why he makes impacts. And you can ask the Bulls. He makes impacts defensively and offensively, and it sucks he went down with this injury. You don't never want to see somebody like Lonzo Ball get an injury like that. So I hope he uh, makes 100%. And in general, in sports, I hate injuries. I think the worst thing in sports, in my opinion, is injuries, man. Because a lot of things would have been different right now if it wasn't for injuries in sports right now. That's just my opinion. Um, and then also when you look at it, um, Zach Levine um, is struggling. But Zach Levine has been playing well recently. DeMar DeRozan is obviously a star. Um, I think, though, though, the supporting cast around them is not enough. And Nikolai Vucevic is expiring contract. DeMar DeRozan next year is going to be a free agent. So why not trade them and get some draft picks out of them when you don't got that much picks? Why not rebuild, retool, get younger, and get draft picks out of DeRozan 
and Levine. And also, why not get cap space? Like, if I'm the Bulls, I would call a team like the Lakers and say, yo, we'll take Russell Westbrook off your hands, but we also want two first-round picks, and we'll give you DeRozan or Levine or Vucevic, and we'll get, and that will help us really good. You know why? Because it would be a win-win trade. For the Bulls, you get cap space, you could rebuild and get young players, and you'll get draft picks. you get two first-round picks for the Lakers, and you'll get... And you'll have your own picks. And for the Lakers, it's a win trade because you get a guy that could fit better with LeBron and AD. Um, no disrespect to Russ, but you got a you got like a Levine because they needed Levine on that team. And then they have they need a big, and you get a big guy that would fit um, fantastic around Anthony Davis, and that's Nikolai Vucevic. Spread spacing and uh, stretching the floor, uh, spacing the floor. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's just my quick thoughts about that because. It was the big news in the basketball was talking about the Chicago Bulls and are they going to rebuild in the trade deadline and they're just going to get rid of everybody and is Levine going to be gone and DeRozan going to be gone and is Vucevic going to be gone. Again, Chris Haynes had a report today. Shout out to Chris Haynes from, Wah- uh, from not Wahoo Sports, sorry, excuse me, from Bleacher Report. And he had that, he had an article and I read it that exec- NBA executives think if the Bulls are not good, DeRozan could demand request the trade in the summer. They're, they're also saying Trey Young could request a trade. I don't know about that, but again, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but that's all I'm going to talk about basketball. Let's talk about football and NFL. Yes, the playoffs are coming. The playoffs are coming. Um. Uh, I will have my five teams ranking in the AFC and NFC. And next week, next week, yes, next week, not this week. Next week, I'll have my playoff prediction and who, what team I think is going to make the playoffs and what team is not going to make the playoffs in the wild card. Um, but right now, let's just talk about football. Uh, let me start off with saying I think the best team in the NFL by far, and this is a spoiler to my top five rankings in football, and then I'm also going to have a basketball ranking, and then that that will be the podcast today. I think the top five rankings for I think the best team in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not even close. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the NFL. I think they have the MVP player in Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts, I think Patrick Mahomes was number two, but I think if there's an MVP front runner right now and the favorite for MVP would be Jalen Hurts right now. Um, Jalen Hurts deserves a lot of credit. For the Eagles, because he's part of the Eagles' success. Yes, the team and everything and the players, but I think Jalen Hurts deserves a lot of credit for the success for that team. And he's an MVP candidate, and in my opinion, he's the MVP favorite. Um, he should be. Um, I think he's a star in the player in the. I think he's a star quarterback. He proved it to me this season. He's a star quarterback. I always thought he had a lot of potential, and I was like, he has potential to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. And guess what? My, my I was right because. Because I saw it last year, and I saw it the year they had Carson Wentz. He has a lot of potential to be a star quarterback in this league. Man, I was right. That potential came up this year, and he's he's, he's a pro bowler. In my opinion, he's a star, and he's, in my opinion, the MVP. I think the Philadelphia Eagles, when I look at it defensively, offensively, they are a stacked team, and in my opinion, the best team in the NFL, and it's not even close. That's why they are 13-1, and if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think also, because why not talk about the rankings now? I think number two, I think the second best team in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs defense has improved. Is it still good? 
No, but I think it's our, a serviceable, all right defense for Patrick Mahomes. But I think Patrick Mahomes, like I said, he's the second, in my opinion, the second. He's a runner-up to Jalen Hurts for the MVP because Patrick Mahomes has been amazing. Uh, Travis Kelce is the best tight end in football. They have really good receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster is playing phenomenal. I think he's one of the underrated receivers right now because he's been balling right now and nobody's talking about it. Um, that's interesting. Um, uh, Mikul Hardman, uh, he's obviously going to come back from injury. And if they when they get him, it's going to be a huge boost for the offense because Mikul Hardman, when healthy, is very good. Um, they have Jared McKinnon's been very good. Uh, Isaiah Pachinko's been very good. The running game's been good. Um, what's his name? Um, at the receiver, uh, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling was a very good pickup for that team. Obviously, Sky Moore has been, he has potential, and he has flashes where he has shown that potential. Um, and that, in my opinion, is to be a, to be the next Kansas City receiver to Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's not going to be Tyreek Hill, but like, you know what I mean, like a Pro Bowl receiver, wide receiver. But um, So they have uh, Sky Moore, and then they have Justin Watson, good deep threat wide receiver. And then, um, which is down the field, catching passes, catching touchdowns, or making big plays uh, down the field. Um, I, and last but not least, if I'm not mistaken, they also had, um, I had, his name was on my list. Uh, not on my list. He was on my mind. Uh, Noah Gray. Oh, yeah, he's a tight end. Excuse me. Noah Gray's been serviceable and very good for them at tight end when he has played, when Travis Kelsey, when they haven't been throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey. So when you look at it, they're, in my opinion, the second best team in the NFL. And and then number three, I think, is the Buffalo Bills because it's the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen's been playing phenomenal. Stephon Diggs is a top five wide receiver in football. Gabriel Davis has been great. They signed Cool Beasley. Um, I, Isaiah McK- McKenzie's been solid. Um, uh, I think they also had Jamison Crowder, but Jamison Crowder got injured. Um, obviously, they lost Von Miller, but their defense is still good. Um, uh, they're getting healthy in that secondary. Is there, uh, um, they have what's his name? I forgot the corner they got. Uh man, I forgot his name. But they have him back. Uh, um, Jordan Poyer's back. Micah Hyde's back. Um, man, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, I forgot his name. But I'll come back next week and I will give you guys his name because I forgot his name. Man, I forgot. Um, but I think if I'm not mistaken, they also have Xavier Rose on that cornerback position. So they have good players on that secondary. And then defensively, obviously, that D-line, um, they're very good. Again, they're just to have a very good defense. And with Von Miller, it was scary. I mean, it's, I think it's still scary without Von Miller, but that's a huge loss in my opinion. They don't have Von Miller. But when you look, I think they're like the number two team in the NFL. Obviously, Devin Singletary has been playing good. And James Cook has been – the rookie has been playing good. Dalvin Cook's brother. I think number three – and I was no, I think that was number three. Number four, number four, number four, number four. I got the San Francisco 49ers, man. I got the San Francisco 49ers. Kristen McCaffrey has been absolutely changing life in San Francisco to the 49ers. Their running game with the McCaffrey, man, it's just scary, bro. It just is, bro. That only team I'm scared of besides the Eagles is the 49ers because that 49ers, their defense is the best in football, in my opinion. Um, they have the um, they have Brock Pewdie, who's been playing very good. Their running game, Christian McCaffrey, easily, easily is a top three running back in football. George Kittle was a top two tight end in football. Um, their receiving core, Debo Samuel, is a top five wide receiver in football. 
Jawan Jennings is good. Um, their tight ends is good. They make plays down the field. Um, I, I okay. I just named George Kittle. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I no. Yeah, they have Dwelly. Yeah, Dwelly's makes plays. Um, uh, Debo Samuel obviously. Brandon Ayuk is very good. So they're just they're number four on my list. I do think Buffalo and Kansas City and Philly's better, but I think 49ers are literally close to them in my opinion. Um, number five, except the Eagles. I think the Eagles. To me, they prove they're like the best team in the NFL. Uh, number five, number five, number five, number five. This was a hard one. I had I had some teams at number five. I know people are gonna laugh at me, but I just have to talk about number five. You know, because I I do think. I know people are gonna say, "Well, you're a Bucks fan and everything," so of course they're gonna say that. I think number five, the bet, the number five team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know people are gonna say, "What Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay? I, what? What do you mean Tampa Bay number five? I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number five, and that's because of Tom Brady. What I saw in that first half, they went up against that Bengals team. They were, uh, they were, dest- they were, they were destroying that Bengals team, man. And the Bengals were playing fantastic, and they are, but. I'm just, I'm, but that first half proved to me that this team is a Super Bowl contender. They need to stay healthy. And if they play like that in first halves and second halves, they're unstoppable. And I'm telling you right now, from what that first half proved to me, they're, in my opinion, top five team in the NFL. When healthy, they're top five easily. And that first half proved to me if they're consistent and they could play like what they play like in that first half, in the second half, or do that mostly every game, or do that, or do that every game. They're a top five team in the NFL. And that's why I have the number five. And also, Tom Brady to me is—he's just Tom Brady. You know, he's like the best quarterback in football. And Chris Godwin is coming back. Chris Godwin looks like the top ten wide receiver in the NFL because he's starting to look like Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans is easily a top ten wide receiver in football. Cade um, Otten is very good. Cade Otten has been playing very well. Um, the running game, you know. It was they did not have a good running game, and then now it came back to life because the running game actually looks solid and serviceable, because because they looked good in week one and then they were quiet and then they looked good in Seattle and then you know now they look all right you know, um, and that's because Leonard Fournette's been playing good right now and Rashard White's been playing fantastic right now. You're like oh my god. Uh, but as I was saying, their defense is very good, especially their secondary is way better and improved with um, key additions like Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal and uh, other players on that uh, safety. And then obviously they have Sean Murphy Bunting, Carlton Davis, and um, and they also have Antoine Winfield Jr., who's when healthy is one of the best safeties in the league. Uh, and then obviously you look at you're looking at Via Vea, Shaq Barrett's injured, but they have Via Vea, Devin White, Levante David, you know, and then they also got Carl Nassim. Carl Nassim has been playing very well for the Buccaneers, making big plays, especially in that Saints game. Or one of the reasons why they won that game was because he had that huge sack on Andy Dalton. Um But I was just saying, I think Tampa Bay is number five. And I know people are laughing at me. But I'm telling you right now, there is a reason why I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not, and I'm sticking by them to win the Super Bowl, and that's because they have Brady on the team, um, and I think they're number five on my list because I don't have a clear cut number five, and I think Tampa Bay is better than whatever team I was going to put at number five. Um, so there, that's number five. Um, you know, when I when I when about football, right? About the NFL. 
and everything. Um, I think in the playoffs, I think the wild card teams, I said I was going to have a prediction next week. But I think one of the teams I would not be surprised if they make the wild card is the Lions. The Detroit Lions have been playing absolute fantastic football. Defensively, they looked very good. Offensively, they looked very good. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. Shout out to the head coach, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is one of my favorite head coaches in the league because his energy on that team is just proof. Like He has such great energy in that locker room, in that team. And you're like, man, that coach is phenomenal because his energy on that team. If you've seen the videos of him and that talking to his team or post game, it's just been fantastic. So, and I think he's one of the huge reasons why they're playing very well and they're seven and seven. I also think Jared Goff, he's looking like that Pro Bowl Jared Goff. He's looking like the LA Rams Jared Goff, uh, pro the one that made the Pro Bowler Super Bowl run. Um, I also think um, Jamal Williams is playing phenomenal. As well, Jamal Williams was such what a what a pickup that was in free agency. They got Jamal Williams. Didn't they got him last year? That was a huge pickup because he's been absolutely been balling this year. Um, DeAndre Swift obviously has been playing well. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson's looks very good. Um, and uh, as a rookie in that D line, um, defensive line, Amar Ross St. Brown's been very good. Um, he's honestly, in my opinion, one of the Pro Bowl snubs, along with Christian McCaffrey. Um, also, Tua, in my opinion, is a Pro Bowl snub because I think, in my opinion, Tua is an MVP candidate. Um, he's been playing like an MVP level, and if you need, if you need a couple of guys in the MVP candidate, along with Pat Mahomes, along with uh, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen, you have to throw in Joe Burrow and Tua Tagalova because they've been absolutely been balling this year as well. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I don't know if I anything else I need to talk about. Um, you know, I don't know if I missed anything else, but all I'm going to say is I hope you listen to this podcast, 26 minutes. We'll keep it out here. I don't want to make a long podcast here. I don't want to make, again, my goal is to be making podcasts 30 minutes or less. You know, I'll be fine 40 minutes, 35 minutes, but no more, more than that. Okay. No more, more than that. But again, that's my podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'll be back next week. Hopefully, uh, um, hopefully God, um, uh, I'll be b- back next week and I'm going to have my top and we'll talk about entertainment stuff. We'll talk about my top five movies of the year. We'll talk, talk about my top five albums of the year. I think for movie, obviously easily Top Gun Maverick, in my opinion, by far is the best movie of the year. And that's because, you know, it's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is one of the best right now. And he's one of my favorite actors right now. I think if I need my best actor, it would probably be Tom Cruise. Um, but yes, that's going to do it. I hope y'all enjoy. I hope y'all stay safe. Enjoy the winter break. Enjoy the weekend. Happy holidays. I'm out. Bye.